2: Thank you to Rick Kinsley for the last two hours of Deep Cuts. Who would have thought that invasive surgery would be a good fit for radio? Certainly not me. If you're listening to the Sunday Morning Repeat, it's Chris Bolas, hats, 21st Century Rocks, that has brought you here at Creona. Uh, You are probably well aware I have difficulty pronouncing words. The squirrel believes I am borderline dyslexic As my spelling is atrocious, I'm sure I'm on a uh, spectrum somewhere. Oh, Barton, S-I-G. Anyone would think we had a production meeting this afternoon. The problem that I have is that sometimes words uh, written down don't look like words per se. And even if they do... And I know what they should sound like when I come to saying them. My brain you know, has other ideas. It's almost like uh, a posh, gentrified stammer. That's stutter for listeners in the Americas. Here's an example. The word whom freaks my brain out from how it looks written down to how it's pronounced. I'm told quite clearly by Mr Brain there is an abomination. But over the years I've managed you know, to trick my way around it. It's something I'm supremely comfortable with and happy for myself and others to use for comic relief. Hey,
0: yes, Dud. I was listening to that Paranoid Squirrel Radio Show thing on the old internet, and I heard a track by some band called The Snivelling Shits or something, and uh, called Is God a Man. Have you heard it? Well, I don't know whether I have, uh, actually, but tell Well, it's on their live album called Shits Alive, and uh, it's come out on damaged goods I hope the record's not damaged but anyway, you get what you pay for that bloke, that announcer what announcer is this mate the announcer that announced the music and stuff made a load of fucking mistakes with his pronunciation well, can you correct him on this matter? yes I can I think that the original singer was Giovanni Dodomo and the guitarist is Pete Makowski and it's Yukiya Mishima and Moyni played bass on the Pelton Arms track and Richard Leeds played bass on the Lexington track oh you're a fucking service to mankind well I suggest you listen to it and have a good laugh bye good evening ladies and gentlemen I so can't see any gentlemen out there. so the you one. am do I I don't I don't
2: I'm a i can I'm i like a i i and how many of my younger and non-British listeners know who Derek and Clive aka Pete and Dud were that of course was the sniveling shits and terminal stupid from the shits alive LP to be fair to me Pete and Dud were sort of technically right when they said Moyni played at the Pelton Arms and not the Lexington as I had said but how was I to know that the asterisk denoting who played bass where was in the wrong place Anyway, last Saturday, it was this year's Record Shop Day. jonesy and record store day open brackets is for losers close brackets i had three items on my record shop day list this year up first was the damned and the reissue again of their 1982 album strawberries an album i bought at the time managing to secure captain's signature when he did an appearance at virgin records when it was in north end in croydon i even managed to blag an A3 promo poster to boot. So why spend money on something you already own? I hear you cry. Apart from being pressed on strawberry and cream-coloured vinyl, the cover is almost identical, apart from a barcode and BMG Records logo, to the one that came out on Bronze Records. The difference is that Bad Time for Bonzo has been substituted for the live version that appeared on the 1983 Live in Newcastle LP. No one really knows why, apart from guessing, it's a way to appeal to damn record collectors, like myself, who have to keep the collection going.
1: This next song's about a man who spreads peace. About a man who spreads peace around the world. And the way he spreads peace is by spreading his fucking nuclear bombs around
0: the world. And his name's Ronald Reagan, a man of peace. I wish he'd fucking peace off. This one's called Bad Time for You, Bad Time for Me, Bad Time for Bonzo too. Bonzo's real fucking
1: shit arse. Too. That's bad for me, bad time for you, bad time for my soul, to You know, the buzz, always it's like it's dreamin dreamin too. And like it's dreamin dreamin too. Yeah! I I it, too. I I I you know, my we has got a i gotta else. My heart, my We must write this grand while we sing it. I have time for me, I time for you, I time for myself, too. We like a too. I have time for me, I time for you. I time for myself, too. We like am so sweet, so it, I too. do No! don't, 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 do no, 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 do to don't, 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 do no, 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 don't, 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 Bad time for me. Bonzo is dreaming. Bad time for me. Bonzo is dreaming.
2: The time clarified the situation with the non-US appearance of captain with them in May with this statement. Due to ongoing travel restrictions, the captain will not be doing the US dates in May. Troy Van Leeuwen from Queens of the Stone Age has offered his services and will be stepping in as a temporary replacement. Of course, the socials were awash with no captain, no damned. Hello, phantasmagoria. And Rat has been out of the Damned longer than he was in. A poster for one of the dates had the uh, Damned with Kid Congo, with the assumption that the former Cramps guitarist was on six-string duties for them. However, it transpires, he is the support. As an aside, thanks Tom for the Cramps recommendations. Uh, personally, I always get excited when an outside musician takes on a tried and trusted role, as obviously the dynamics and feel will be different. Hopefully, Troy's tenure will make its way onto youtube case in point uh was last friday admittedly i wasn't there but holidaying flame pilots bassist john's flight was stupidly delayed meaning he was stranded in gibraltar for six hours so he missed the band's ep launch gig at the penny theater fortunately newly acquired guitarist joe inkpen lost a couple of strings and took on john's role so everything was not as the band had rehearsed, or the audience expected, but according to those who did go, it was still a stellar set, with even the comment, if they're this good with a man down, I can only imagine how great they'll be with a three guitar onslaught. From the Together A Party B, that the band recorded separately during the first lockdown, this is Waiting For The Dust. to seeing the five piece flame pilots sooner rather than later word on the streets is it will be at a festival in rochester this saturday but of course i will miss uh, for tassa and myself have a running joke he's listened to the same amount of my shows as i have been to flame pilot concerts Actually, I think he's ahead. Uh, Next on my record shop day list was Sweets Platinum Rare Volume 2, that obviously would sit well with last year's Volume 1. Once again, we are presented with rough mixes, bad demos, outtakes, and a whole bunch of Andy Scott demos. Unfortunately, Volume 2 has been delayed until the 18th of June, but don't hold me to that. Luckily for me, to tide me over, I was sent the digital version. Yeah, I know it defeats the object, but once the vinyl turns up, my name is on the list. So, you know, plus what you're hearing has been digitised anyway. Uh, Now, as you know, I love demos. And one of the first tracks I went to was Andy's demo of Fox on the Run, a track that Steve Vincent, he of Mystery City, the Steve Vincent Band and Paradise Alley, cites as one of his favourite songs ever. Now, I've mentioned this before. But there are two versions of the song. The original was produced by Mike Chapman in association with Nicky Chin on the European version of the 1974 album Desolation Boulevard that I'm sure the Manic Street Preachers used as a template for Generation Terrorist. Actually, thinking about it the beginning, has uh, more of the uh, Wild Hearts love shit going on. Uh, The band also recorded and produced a more pop-orientated version as a seven-inch single, A year later in 1975 which is the more familiar version that we all saw them do on top of the pops so for me it's fantastic to hear andy's first take on it as he presented it to the rest of the band for them to work their magic Third on my list was the Ramones, The Sire Albums, 1981, to 1989 7 LP box set, however. Like the sweets, it's been delayed until the 18th of June. I was sort of semi-glad, because my gas and electric bill has gone up from £140 a month to £348 a month, although my water bill, strangely enough, is just halved to uh, £26 a month. And uh, I do have all the original LPs. The only thing I need is the uh, seventh LP of Rarities. Although, I probably have all these tracks on the expanded requisite versions of the albums. Here's a demo of Howling at the Moon, open brackets, shalala, close brackets. So I make my way to the tilt at Raven Retail with my one and only purchase and a sad face. There's no sweets and no remones. To it, Tony, behind the counter, recommended that I browse the racks and take a look at the Stiff Little Fingers BBC live in concert 2 LP set. So I did. I think the first concert that was recorded at uh, London's Paris Theatre in April 1981 that takes up sides 1 and 2... ...has already been released in 1995... ...as the BBC Radio 1 live-in-concert CD... ...as the track listing is the same... ...but uh, I haven't got that... ...so I can't really A&B them... Uh, ...the second LP took place... ...at Norwich's University of East Anglia... ...just under a year later in February 82. ...the whole shooting match... ...has already been readily available... ...back in 2003 on one CD... ...however... I have to say, the blue translucent vinyl is superb. Usually, yeah, but not always, coloured vinyl is of you a know, lower grade stroke standard, but not in this case. From the Norwich gig, this is Tin Soldiers. Hello
1: again, Norwich. <laughs> Why don't they blow?
2: Catching my eye was the Ultravox Live at the Rainbow 1977 LP. Now, before Midgley became the frontman, that was John Fox's role—a fact I'm sure you're already aware of. A lot of people, and I cite myself in this, feel that the John Fox lineup (Ultravox with an exclamation mark) was—I uh, won't say better, more interesting. Admittedly, Vienna was the band's payday and uh, will forever be used in pub quizzes as the song held off the number one spot by Joe Dolce's Shut Up Your Face. Apart from the uh, Doctors of Madness, Urban Blitz, off the top of my head, I can't think of another band of that time and style that had a violinist in their ranks. For Ultravox, it was Billy Curry. Uh, there has been a few Ultravox live albums over the years, but none that I'm aware of with John. And uh, this record shop day release has more than redresses this travesty. But don't take my word for it. This is The Wild, The Beautiful and The Damned. <laughs>
1: That's a long, so he heard Gold teeth out of you.
2: My final record shop day, and and I I say shop as opposed to store, because I'm British, and I go record shopping, not record storing. You you see, that sounds wrong. Anyway, my last purchase was another live album in the shape and form of the Nags, live at the House of Blues, September 25th, 2001, that does exactly what it says on the tin. Now, the only song of theirs that I know is... My Sharona. So, I surmised that getting a recent live album would be a great gateway into them. You know, they'll play all the hits, fan favourites, interspersed with a few new numbers. Whilst LP was playing, and uh, I was reading the inside cover notes, it dawned on me that 2001 is far from recent. Even so, it's a great live power pop album, and the Knack are more than just My Sharona. However, the last song on the album is a cover. Therefore... Heralding this week's Covers Corner. God! with covers corner the fuzz tones have just released a new record of mainly covers called encore i say mainly as out of the seven cuts eight if you order the final only one is a Rudy Petrudy original which is the opener barking up the wrong tree i did think at first that this was the Don Woody song of the same name all right that has your at the front but it was an easy mistake to make i've settled on rare earths Land of Nod that features Steve Mackay of the Stooges that sounds remarkably like this.
1: All aboard for the land of Nod. The flower painted on my cheek. Here's a symbol of my stabbing streak. When the pushing comes to us, a sure, down they must know Like a dove, high above, we can fly Let's take a trip on my ship, way up high Stand to the left.
0: Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Haven't you got anything better to do?
2: After the fuzz tones and land of nod you heard because i played michael munro's new single can't stop falling apart taken from the munro's up and coming new album i live too fast to die young that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 10th of june and i can't wait to celebrate michael's 60th birthday there's going to be an extra special concert at the helsinki ice hall on friday the 23rd of september hopefully it will be filmed. Still no news on the Munroes supporting the dams instead of the Wild Hearts at the Hammersmith Odeon. Come on, make this happen. Taking us to the midnight hour, uh, which uh, only works if you're listening in live in the UK, or Iceland, or the Gambia, or the Ivory Coast, or even Faso. No, I've no idea where that is either. Obviously, somewhere due south. And into the classic rock show with Will Meadows, or if you're listening to The Sunday Repeat, Ola's Cool Kitchen is a brand new track from Asimoville, who next Saturday, that'll be the 7th of May, future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners will be playing the electro works in London with special invited guests, Stiletto Farm, but guess what? Yeah, that's right, I'll be missing it. This is When the World Goes to Hell, open brackets, I want to be somewhere else, close brackets. Do you know what? I think the band have finally found their sound. Until next week, take it easy.
0: To the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show where you don't have to wear a mask or observe social distancing.
2: This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production.